Hi, this is Pastor Jim. Thanks for joining us for this week's message from Riverside Church. I believe you will be inspired and blessed by the Word of God. We'd love to welcome you to one of our services next time you're in the Brisbane area. If you'd like to know more about us, go online at www.riversidecc.org.au or like us on Facebook to hear about up-and-coming events. I hope you enjoy the message. God bless you. So this year we are going through the Gospel of John and we're taking our time going through that specifically. And the Gospel of John is a fantastic Gospel. It is different to Matthew, Mark and Luke. They're known as the Synoptic Gospels and they give us the events of the life of Jesus. And the difference is this, that John not only gives us the events of the life of Jesus, but he gives us the reason why they take place. He gives us revelation, a deeper look at it. And in fact, the Gospel of John is known as the spiritual gospel. It gives us a greater insight. You know, I am praying for us as a church and for people that they would receive a personal revelation of Jesus Christ. Because once we have a revelation of who Jesus is, you know, our whole life as believers change and we have a different perspective of how we have to live. And so John writes this with the the thought and the idea of bringing a revelation of Jesus. The theme of John's gospel is this, that Jesus is the Son of God and that by believing in Him and trusting in Him and you giving your life to Him, that you will have everlasting life, eternal life. In the Gospel of John, in chapter 20, it was the second last chapter, just above verse 30 and verse 31, you may see this title. It's got the purpose of the book. And the purpose of the book is explained in verse 31. So John writes all of this gospel about the life of Jesus for this very purpose. And this is what it says, verse 31. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in Him you may have eternal life and have power in His name. So let us continue to believe. Let us continue to have an ongoing revelation of who Jesus is. And with that in mind this morning, I want to show you the revelation that John had that John had who Jesus was. And he begins chapter 1 with the observation. In the whole of chapter 1, he gives us the titles and the names that are given to Jesus. Some are his own observations, the revelation that he had. Some are the declarations of others that John made note of. Some kind of like expand the thought and the idea of who Jesus really is. John was anywhere between the ages of 75 and 85 years old when he writes this. And his experience being with Jesus was not just when he was uh, with Jesus, when Jesus was alive, but it is an ongoing reflection of who Jesus is. And it's quite deep and it's quite insightful. And in fact, you know, I, when I began to study this and look at the first chapter of John, I was astounded to find that there were 12 titles and names that were given to Jesus. And when we look at a title, a title reveals many things. For example, 
It reveals the esteem that is due to that person, the courtesy that must be given, the respect of the position or, or that rank. And it also informs us how to address that person. So if you were meeting the prime minister, you wouldn't go up and say to him, g'day mate, how you going? Or if it was the queen saying, hey Liz, what's happening today? You would respect them, you would treat them with the due or honour due to their name and you would address them in a certain way. And it's no different with Jesus. And so very briefly now, we're going to quickly just scan through the first chapter of John and look at his titles. The first one is this. He is the Word of God, found in John chapter 1, verse 1. Secondly, He is the true light, John chapter 1, verse 9. And then in John chapter 1, verse 14, He is the one and only Son. The one and only Son. Fourth title is Jesus Christ, John chapter 1, verse 17. And then He is Lord. John 1, 23. I mean, you can go over these again and again and just look at them and highlight them in your Bible. And then he is what we, we all know as the Lamb of God. That John declared, John the Baptist, when he said, Behold the Lamb of God who comes and takes away the sin of the world. John chapter 1, verse 29. And in John chapter 1, verse 34, he is the chosen one of God specifically chosen and John 1 38 a declaration that is made by one of the disciples that he is the teacher he is teacher John 1 38 John 1 41 he is the Messiah in John 1 45 he is the son of Joseph remember that he was born but he was still classified you know born of a virgin birth but he's still classified as the son of Joseph. That's very important. And later on, we'll unpack that, what it does mean to be the son of Joseph. And then in John chapter 1, verse 49, the king of Israel. And then finally, John 1, 51, talking about his humanity, he is the son of man. And these are the 12 titles that have been given, that John had himself or that he noticed that other people had, and he thought, wow, it's just not Jesus. He's the Lamb. He's the Teacher. He's the Messiah. He's the King of Israel. And the revelation is a continual, ongoing revelation. And so right at the beginning of his gospel, he makes this declaration. I love it how John kind of like just jumps in and he says this, He is the Word of God. So looking at the Scripture this morning, we're going to read it, and this is what it says. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. Who is this Word? You see, this Word that we have in the Greek is called Logos, and with that there are two ideas that the Greek who is reading this would understand, and that is the Logos means the Word of God and the reason of God. Because remember, John is talking in logic and reason for the people. 
that are reading this, the reason of God, because Plato had instilled into that society logic and reason, working it out, what makes sense. And we are actually, you know, we are logic thinkers. We're part of that Western world. But for the Greek reading this, they would read Logos, the Word of God, the spoken Word of God, the reason of God, and that's what John does. And here I want you to notice when we're looking at that Scripture is this. The Word already existed in the beginning. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, which is almost like a parallel of, of, of John's Gospel, it says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In John's it says, In the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. In the beginning of creation, Jesus already existed. Jesus is what we term as pre-existent. Jesus is not a created being. He already existed before the beginning of creation. Creation that we understand, this created world. The beginning, that terminology, beginning or creation, allows us to be able to create a time frame for an understanding of a point for us. Jesus was in existence before creation, before the beginning of the creation. In the beginning of it, the creation of the world, Jesus already existed. That's really important because that makes him eternal. It makes him unending. It, it means that he cannot die because he is gone. Jesus was with God and a separate being, a separate person. However, he was God and is God and is in the same nature and character as God. He is no different from God the Father. So from that we can understand what God is like through Jesus Christ. Some people may think of God as a, a tyrant or a warmonger or someone who is a fierce judge or is separated or out to get them. But that's the furthest from the truth. Because God is love is a declaration of the Bible. You see, to know what God is like, we must look at the recorded life of Jesus Christ that we have. And when we have that, we can understand the true nature and the true character of God. Jesus said this in John 1 verse 18, No man has seen the Father except the Son, only the Son. And one day as Jesus was preaching, one of the disciples, Philip, he said, Show us the Father. And Jesus said, Phil, you're not getting it. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. John 14 verse 9. What is God the Father like? What is he like in nature and character? He is like Jesus. And so when we read about Jesus, what do we read about Jesus? Jesus is a great teacher. He gives us wisdom for life. He is a great healer. He's one who cares about the little children. He cares about those who have been marginalized by life, those who have been separated out, who have you know, been pushed aside. He healed people. 
He made them whole. He delivered them. He cared for them. He fed them. Jesus is one of love. And when we see the love and the life of Jesus, we see God the Father being manifest. So how do you see Jesus? It's an incredible thing. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We have not only the revelation of Jesus Christ here, but we also have a revelation of who the Father is. And I can add to that also the Holy Spirit, because He is the Spirit of grace. He is the Spirit of peace. So if you have seen Jesus, you've seen the Father, and you have seen the Spirit of God. The revelation as the word is this, that he is pre-existent, he was with God at the beginning, and he is God. And therefore, by us giving our lives to him, we have great confidence in who he is. He is God. He's not created. He has always been, and he always is, and he will always be. And as we continue to read we discover not just that he is pre-existent and that he was with God and he was with God in the beginning and that he is God, but we also discover in, the, in this first chapter concerning him as the word, what he has brought. And this is what he has brought. He has brought light. John 1 verse 3 to 4, and we will read it, says this. God created everything through him. That is Jesus. God created everything through Jesus. And nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. As the Word in the beginning, God created everything through Him. He is the source or the conduit to bring into creation everything that existed. In creation, everything that we can see and everything that we can comprehend, when we see nature, Jesus made that. God the Father made that through Him. When we look at a whale, He created the whale but he not only created it but he gave life to it imagine creating something and it's lifeless but God through Jesus Christ when he created he gave it life when he gave us the ant he created it and he gave life to the ant he brought it into being and when he created man, he gave man life by breath. God created everything through him and he gave life to everything. If Jesus gave life to everything that he created way back there in Genesis, surely he comes to bring us life now. And that is why he declares that I am the way, the true and the life. 
in Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 to 17 it says this Christ is the visible image of the invisible God he existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation for through him God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth he made the things that we can see and the things that we can't see such as thrones and kingdoms and rulers and authorities in the unseen world everything was created through him and for him he existed before anything else and he holds all creation together so jesus not only was the one who brought life and creation that god the father used he created it he gives life to it but he holds creation together logos the word of god the reason of god came to being to bring light which is revelation to bring light God created everything through him. Nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created. And his life, his life brought life to everyone. Everyone. And what does light do? Light reveals. Light makes plain that which is in darkness or that which is unknown. You've heard that term, you know. Oh, I had a light bulb moment or I saw the light which means that you have understanding or revelation so that is what the logos the word of God the reason of God came to bring light and revelation light and revelation to who God is when God created Adam and Eve and he breathed into him the breath of lives when that life was breathed into man it created light what is that light revelation so when Adam and Adam was created at that moment he knew who God was and is he became a live a living being with revelation and now he knew God because before without the breath of life and being created he was just a lump of clay but when life came into him and light came into him he knew who God was that is the great revelation and Adam and Eve had knowledge of God an understanding of the revelation of God of who his being is and his perfection now Adam and Eve were not perfect they were made innocent they were made without knowing the difference between good and evil but having a revelation of God, who he is, made innocent and not knowing good and evil, that which they had could be lost. And unfortunately, it was lost. Because when Adam and Eve decided not to pay attention to what God said and how to live, this is what is said in Genesis 3 verse 22. God said they have become like us, which is the Trinity, knowing both good and and evil before that time they didn't know evil the only knew good how wonderful it would be to know just good but Jesus came to bring light of revelation to know God who is just good 
The day of disobedience led to death and separation from God. Not only are Adam and Eve were they separated from God because of sin, disobedience, and not following what God had wanted, but also all who would be born after them, their seed, which is us, would also be separated from God. Do you remember when we said, the Greek would say, what do we do now? What do we do now believing that this life is just a shadow of the real one? That this life is imperfect? How do we get to the perfect world? They believed in these two worlds. This world and the seen world and the unseen world, the perfect world. What do we do? And it is here that John says, the word of God, the reason of God comes to give life because we know that our life without the light of the revelation of who God is, it is just a life without light and darkness. His life, Jesus, brings light concerning God. And this light is for everyone, for everyone who believes. The light that Christ brings is a revelation of who God is, and that God loves you, and there is a way. There is a way to have this revelation, and this revelation is through Jesus Christ and being in a relationship with him. And that's the first title, the Word of God. Here's a second title, and I'm just going to tie that in because it goes so well. The second title is this, He is the True Light. He is the true light, the one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone was coming into the world. How exciting to read that, knowing that you need to have light. And this light, he gives light to everyone. You see, there is light that's not true light. Recently, my brother-in-law, he had an issue with his eye. And uh, he's uh, now doing really well, and he's, you know, had that repaired. But he said to me, as we were taking him to the hospital in the morning, he said, last night I was reading something, and it looked like there were flies on the paper that I was reading. He said, that's what it looked like. He said, but I knew that they weren't there. So I was looking at something that was not true. You know, you can look at something and it's not true. So he said to himself, that's not true. I must look past that to that which is true. You know, in this life, you can think there are many things that are really true and that are good and they're going to hold you together. But the reality is they're not true. You need to look past that and you must look to the one who is the true light, who is Jesus Christ. The true light gives light to everyone. That's for you. That's for me. And secondly... The real light, the true light, actually in some versions, the true light is also known as the real light. The real light is Jesus Christ. And it's my desire that you would have a revelation of the true light who gives life to everyone who would believe. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can know him. 
You can know that He is the true light, the real light. And if you're struggling in your faith at the moment, and you're just saying, God, I'm just finding it real tough, can I just encourage you, keep coming back, because the real light came to reveal the way to God. He wants you to come back to Him. Jesus paid the price for you to receive the real light. So this morning where you are, if you're struggling, you find it a bit hard, call out to him and say, Jesus, give me a revelation of who you are. And I have found that any time that I've needed a revelation of Jesus in a certain situation, he gives me that revelation. If I need him to give me peace in my circumstances, he gives me that revelation that he is peace. If I need him to to help me to, to have strength to walk through the day, he gives me strength. The Lord is my strength. If I've needed something to be supplied, like needed something to come through, he's always supplied. He's been the revelation of a supplier to me. If you're down and you're not feeling well and you need a revelation of joy, he'll give you that. So wherever you are this morning and however you are feeling, Let me tell you, the answer is a revelation of Jesus Christ, a fresh, ongoing revelation, because he is the word and he is the reason. Let's pray. I'm going to pray for those who might be struggling this morning. You need to maybe make that commitment to get that revelation. And I'm going to pray for those who don't know Jesus and asking him, remember what John said, the purpose of the writing of this book is so that you would know that Jesus is the Son of God and that by believing in Him, you will have power to live life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, right now, for those who are watching, Lord, wherever they are, in this country or in countries around the world, and they're struggling and they need a revelation because of their circumstances, I pray, Jesus, that they would call out to You, to You, O God, that you would give them the revelation of what they need, of who you are, because you are life and you are light. If they need peace, give them that revelation. If they need joy, give them that revelation. If they need an answer to prayer, give them that revelation. If they need strength for today and these weeks ahead, give them the revelation that you are their strength. Cause them, O God, to call out to you. Answer them, O God, and show them great and mighty things that you can do. And Father God, I pray right now for those who do not know you as Lord, that Jesus is Lord, I pray right now that they would confess their sin, they would ask you to come into their life, and that they would confess you as Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening today. I hope you subscribe to the podcast so you can be inspired weekly. God bless and have a great day.